Exurga deus dissipentur inimici eius, et fugiancio derunteum a face eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is the first episode of a series going through the 25 sessions and all of the decrees of the General Council of Trent. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defende nos proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diabolias o praesidium. Imperatili Deus supplicas deprecamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satanam aliosque spiritus malignos, qui ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. Mato dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Viatus caroluce domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facem tuum et salvierimus. Ave Maria Purissima, immaculata conceptio est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. So we're going to go through the full, I'm going to go through all of the decrees. I, originally, I was going to bypass the more administrative ones and stuff, but it occurred to me that it's actually much more beneficial if you get a chance to see the rules that were in place and all of the, th and all of the things that they were doing. So you can kind of get a sense of what's actually going on and where the mentality is of both the, the sovereign pontiff, Paul III, of holy memory, and the bishops in the General Council of Trent. So without further ado, I'm going to quit talking, and I'm going to go ahead and read this off. As an aside, I will not be giving any commentary on this, but the link for each of the sessions in every episode is in the description, so you can actually read along. General Council of Trent, First Session. Session the First of the Ecumenical and General Council of Trent. Celebrated under the Sovereign Pontiff, Paul III, on the 13th day of the month of December, in the year of the Lord, 1545. Decree touching the opening of the council. Doth it please you unto the praise and glory of the holy and undivided Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, for the increase and exaltation of the Christian faith and religion, for the extirpation of heresies, for the peace and union of the church, for the reformation of the clergy and Christian people, for the depression and extinction of the enemies of the Christian name, to decree and declare the sacred and general council of Trent to begin and hath begun. They answered, It pleaseth us. Indiction of the next session. And whereas the solemnity of the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ is near, and other festivals of the closing and opening year follow thereupon, doth it please you that the first ensuing session be held on the two Thursday after the Epiphany, which will be the 7th of the month of January in the year of the Lord, 1546. They answered, It pleaseth us. General Council of Trent, Second Session Celebrated on the 7th day of the month of January, 
1546. Decree touching the manner of living and other matters to, to be observed during the council. The sacred and holy synod of Trent, lawfully assembled in the Holy Ghost, the same three legates of the apostolic see presiding therein, recognizing with the blessed apostle James that every best gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who, to those who ask of him wisdom, giveth to all abundantly, and upbraideth them not. And knowing withal that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, hath ordained and decreed that all and each of the faithful in Christ, assembled in the city of Trent, be exhorted, as they are hereby exhorted, to amend themselves of their evils and sins heretofore committed, and to walk henceforth in the fear of the Lord, not to fulfill the lusts of the flesh, to be instant in prayer, to confess more frequently, to receive the sacrament of the Eucharist, to visit churches, to fulfill in fine, as far as each one shall be able, the commandments of the Lord, and furthermore to pray daily in private for peace between Christian princes and for the unity of the church. And as regards the bishops and all others, so ever constituted in, this pri in the priestly order, who are celebrating together an ecumenical council in this city, that they give heed to apply themselves assiduously to the praises of God, to offer up victims, praises, and prayers, to celebrate the sacrifice of the Mass on each Sunday at least, the day at whereon God made the light, rose again from the dead, and poured forth the Holy Ghost upon the disciples, making, as the same Holy Ghost enjoins by the Apostle, supplications, prayers, intercessions, thanksgiving, for our most holy Lord the Pope, for the Emperor, for kings, and others who are placed in high stations, and for all men, that, me, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, may enjoy peace, and see an increase of faith. Furthermore, it exhorts that they fast at least on every Friday in memory of the Passion of the Lord, and give alms to the poor. Further, on every Thursday there shall be celebrated in the Cathedral Church the Mass of the Holy Ghost, with the litanies and other prayers appointed for this end. And on the same day there shall be said, in the other churches, at least the litanies and prayers, and during the time that the sacred services are being performed, let there be no talking or conversing together, but with mouth and mind association with the celebrant. For as much as it behoveth bishops to be blameless, sober, chaste, ruling well their own household, the council exhorts also that above all, each observe sobriety at table and moderation in diet. Further, that whereas idle conversations are often wont to arise there, the reading of the divine scriptures be introduced, even at the table of bishops, and let each teach and charge his servants not to be quarrelsome, given to wine, immodest, covetous, proud, blasphemous, and lovers of pleasures. In fine, let them shun vice and follow after virtue, and in dress, demeanor, and in all their actions show forth modesty, as become the servants of the servants of God. Moreover, whereas it is the chief care, solicitude, and intention of this sacred and holy council, that the darkness of heresies 
which during so many years has covered the earth, being dispelled, the light, brightness, and purity of Catholic truth, may, by the assistance of Jesus Christ, who is the true light, shine forth, and that those things which need reformation may be reformed. The said synod exhorts all Catholics here assembled, and to be assembled, and especially those skilled in sacred letters, that by sedulous meditation they ponder diligently within themselves by what ways and means the intention of the synod may be best carried out and obtain the desired effect, that in the most prompt and prudent manner the things to be condemned may be condemned, and those to be approved, excuse me, and those to be approved of be approved, that so throughout the whole world all may with one mouth and with the same confession of faith glorify God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in delivering their sentiments, when the priests of the Lord are sitting together in the place of benediction, no one agreeably to the statute of the Council of Toledo ought either to be boisterous by immoderate outcries or to cause disturbance by tumult, none to be contentious with false, vain, or obstinate disputation, but let whatsoever is said be so tempered by the mildest utterance of the words spoken, that neither the hearers may be offended, nor the rectitude of a correct judgment be warped by the mind being troubled. Furthermore, this sacred synod has ordained and decreed that if it should chance to happen that any do not sit in their due places and thus deliver their sentiments even under the word placet, it pleaseth us, are present at the congregations, and take in part any other act whatsoever during the council, none shall thereby be prejudiced, and none acquire a new right. After this, the next session was indicted for Thursday, the 4th of the ensuing February. General Council of Trent, 3rd Session, Council Fathers 1546. Celebrated on the fourth day of the month of February in the year 1546. Decree touching the symbol of faith. In the name of the holy and undivided Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. This sacred and holy ecumenical and general synod of Trent, lawfully assembled in the Holy Ghost, the same three legates of the Apostolic See presiding therein, considering the magnitude of the matters to be treated of, especially of those comprised under the two heads of extirpating heresies and the reforming of manners for the sake of which chiefly it is assembled and recognizing with the apostles that its wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the spirits of wickedness in the high places, exhorts with the same apostle all and each above all things to be strengthened in the Lord and in the might of his power in all things taking the shield of faith wherewith they may be able to extinguish all the fiery darts of the most wicked one, and to take the helmet of salvation with the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Wherefore, that this its pious solicitude may begin and proceed by the grace of God, it ordains and decrees that before all other things a confession of faith is to be set forth, following herein the examples of the fathers who have been wont in the most sacred councils at the beginning of the actions thereof, 
to oppose this shield against heresies, and with this alone at times, have they drawn the unbelieving to the faith, overthrown heretics, and confirmed the faithful. For which cause this council has thought good, that the symbol of faith which the Holy Roman Church makes use, use of, as being that principle wherein all who profess the faith of Christ necessarily agree, and that firm and alone foundation against which the gates of hell shall never prevail, be expressed in the very same words in which it is read in all the churches, which symbol is as follows. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, and born of the Father before all ages, God of God, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from, heaven, from the heavens and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man, crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate, he suffered and was buried, and he rose again on the third day, according to the Scriptures. And he ascended into heaven, sitteth at the right hand of the Father, and again he will come with glory to judge the living and the dead, of whose kingdom there shall be no end. And in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and the Giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is adored and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Indiction of the next session. The same sacred and holy ecumenical and general synod of Trent, lawfully assembled in the Holy Ghost, the same three legates of the apostolic see presiding therein, understanding that the many prelates in diverse places are girt for their journey and that some are also on their way hither, and considering that all may be decreed by the said sacred synod may seem to be in so much the greater estimation and honor with all men, as it shall have been sanctioned and confirmed by a more numerous and fuller council and attendance of fathers, has resolved and decreed that the next session after the present be celebrated on the Thursday after Laetare Sunday next, but that in the interim, the discussion and examination of those things which it shall seem fit to the said synod to discuss and examine be not deferred. As a side note on this one, I do apologize. The wording in the decree is very slightly different from what we're used to. It kind of got caught between going on to autopilot saying the creed. Stand by for the next session. General Council of Trent, fourth session. Council Fathers, 1546. Celebrated on the eighth day of the month of April in the year 1546. Decree Concerning the Canonical Scriptures 
the sacred and holy ecumenical and general synod of Trent, lawfully assembled in the Holy Ghost, the same three legates of the apostolic see presiding therein, keeping this always in view, that errors being removed, the purity itself of the gospel be preserved in the church, which gospel before promised through the prophets in the Holy Scriptures, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, first promulgated with his own mouth, and then commanded to be preached by his apostles to every creature as the fountain of all, both saving truth and moral discipline, and seeing clearly that this truth and discipline are contained in the written books and in the unwritten traditions, which, received by the apostles from the mouth of Christ himself, or from the apostles themselves, the Holy Ghost dictating, have come down even unto us, transmitted as it were from hand to hand. The Synod, following the examples of the Orthodox Fathers, receives and venerates with an equal affection of piety and reverence all the books both of the Old and of the New Testament, seeing that one God is the author of both, as also the said traditions, as well as those, as well those appertaining to the faith as to morals, as having been dictated either by Christ's own word of mouth or by the Holy Ghost, and preserved in the Catholic Church by a continuous succession. And it has thought it meet that a list of the sacred books be inserted in this decree, lest a doubt may arise in any one's mind, which are the books that are received by this synod. They are as set down here below. Of the Old Testament, the five books of Moses, to wit, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, four books of Kings, two of Padalipomenon, the first book of Esdras, and the second, which is entitled Nehemiah, Tobias, Judith, Esther, Job, the Davidical Psalter, consisting of a hundred and fifty psalms, the Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, the Canticle of Canticles, Wisdom, Ecclesiasticus, Esaias, Jeremiah, with Baruch, Ezekiel, Daniel, the Twelve Minor Prophets, to wit, Osei, Joel, Amos, Abdias, Jonas, Micaeus, Nahum, Habakkuk, Sophonius, Agaius, Zechariah, and Malachias. Two books of the Maccabees, the first and the second. Of the New Testament, the four Gospels, according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Acts of the Apostles, written by Luke the Evangelist. Fourteen Epistles of Paul the Apostle. One to the Romans, two to the Corinthians, one to the Galatians, to the Ephesians, to the Philippians, to the Colossians, two to the Thessalonians, two to Timothy, one to Titus, to Philemon, to the Hebrews, two of Peter the Apostle, three of John the Apostle, one of the Apostle James, one of Jude the Apostle, and the Apocalypse of John the Apostle. But if anyone receive not, as sacred and canonical, the said books entire with all their parts, as they have been used to be read in the Catholic Church, 
and as they are contained in the old Latin Vulgate edition, and knowingly and deliberately contemn the traditions aforesaid, let him be anathema. Let all therefore understand in what order and in what manner the said synod, after having laid the foundation of the confession of faith, will proceed, and what testimonies and authorities it will mainly use in confirming dogmas and in restoring morals to the church. Decree concerning the addition and the use of the sacred books. Moreover, the same sacred and holy synod, considering that no small utility may accrue to the church of God, if it be made known which out of all the Latin editions now in circulation of the sacred books is to be held as authentic, ordains and declares that the said old and vulgate edition, which by the lengthened usage of so many years has been approved of in the church, be in public lectures, disputations, sermons, and expositions held as authentic, and that no one is to dare or presume to reject it under any pretext whatsoever. Furthermore, in order to restrain petulant spirits, it decrees that no one relying on his own skill shall, in matters of faith and morals pertaining to the edification of Christian doctrine, resting the sacred scripture to his own sentences, presume to interpret the said sacred scripture contrary to that sense which Holy Mother Church, whose it is to judge of the true sense and interpretation of the Holy Scriptures, hath held and doth hold, or even contrary to the unanimous consent of the fathers, even though such interpretations were never intended to be at any time published. Contraveners shall be made known by their ordinaries and be punished with the penalties by law established. And wishing, as is just, to impose a restraint in this matter, also on printers who now, without restraint, thinking, that is, that whatsoever they please is allowed them, print without the license of ecclesiastical superiors, the said books of sacred scripture, and the notes and comments upon them, of all persons indifferently, with a press oft times unnamed, often even fictitious, and what is more grievous still, without the author's name, and also keep for indiscriminate sale books of this kind printed elsewhere, this synod ordains and decrees that henceforth the sacred scripture, and especially the said old and vulgate edition, be printed in the most correct manner possible, and that it shall not be lawful for anyone to print or cause to be printed any books whatever on sacred manners without the name of the author, nor sell them in the future, or even to keep them, unless they shall have been first examined and approved of by the ordinary, under pain of the anathema and fine imposed in a canon of the last council of lattering. And if they be regulars besides this examination and approval, they shall be bound to obtain a license also from their own superiors, who shall have examined the books according to the form of their own statutes. As to those who lend or circulate them in manuscript, without their having been first examined and approved of, they shall be subjected to the same penalties as printers, and they who shall have in their possession or shall read them shall, unless they discover the authors, be themselves regarded as the authors. And the said approbation of books of this kind shall be given in writing, 
and for this end it shall be appear authentically at the beginning of the book, whether the be book be written or printed, and all this that is, both the approbation and the examination shall be done gratis, so that what ought to be approved may be approved, and what ought be condemned may be condemned. Besides the above, wishing to repress that temerity by which the words and sentences of sacred scriptures are turned and twisted to all sorts of profane uses, to wit, to things scurrilous, fabulous, vain, to flatteries, detractions, superstitions, impious and diabolical incantations, sorceries, and defamatory libels, the synod, the synod commands and enjoins for the doing away with this kind of irreverence and contempt, and that no one may henceforth dare in any way to apply the words of sacred scripture to these and such like purposes, that all men of this description, profaners and violators of the word of God, be by the bishops restrained by the penalties of law and others of their own appointment. Indiction of the next, se next session. Likewise, this sacred and holy synod resolves and decrees that the next ensuing session be held and celebrated on Thursday after the next most sacred festival of Pentecost. <laughs>